It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. Uh, NFL in London. Week 10 preview. Sorry we missed uh, the last one. Busy week, everybody. Life, life, life gets in the way sometimes. It, uh, life and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, obviously we didn't want to also take away from the thunder of the Bears uh, playing the Panthers on TNF. Uh, <laughs> which uh, the most called- watched, I'd love to say the most watched game. I think Al Michaels is on suicide watch during this game. Just which is sad sure. for a man of 95. Um, but um, He says he's going to do another year of football, which is just crazy. Like, just retired, dude. <laughs> so, oh, no. He's so it's, old now. It's not it's like so Lee funny. Corso or anything like that. He's still got it. You know, he's, he's, you can just it's tell like, he's got this grumpy old man. He's tired of this crap. You're just waiting for when he hits that uh, fuck it mode and just says something that and then it gets canceled. Just pull- Al Michaels is just one bad game away from being canceled, I think. Just pulls one of his balls out and starts playing with it. Just on there. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to twirl my ball. Yeah. yeah. Just it. tea bags, uh, Kurt Herb Street. Next yeah. to him. Well, speaking of tea bagging, the Bears, uh, you know, obviously Frank Reich could not get it together as the Carolina continues to lose. Does not help their draft picks. But uh, Bears get another W in an ugly one. Tison Benjon, uh, what is it? Foreman related, did it. You know, he gets the job done. Uh, Fields is supposed to come back, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. No, yeah, he's he's going to come back. He'll have the job. He'll come back, but <laughs> like, he's, he won't be back next year. I think this is the. Um, I think it's the second time um, in the NFL that an undrafted free agent rookie was playing the number one overall pick rookie quarterback. Yeah, and the undrafted is now two and zero in yeah. those games. Was it Brock Purdy with so, the other one? I guess. I don't know, actually, to be a unless he played. Uh, yeah, it might have been last year. Yeah, uh, but been. yeah, it was. Um, it's just like Carolina's having like a march of sadness. Apparently, yeah, they're marching. Like well, they're protest. marching to their stadium. Um, yeah, which is ironic. Right, kind of, I don't know if you want to do it today. I mean, obviously, with the yeah, armistice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, uh, gonna join. They're gonna join up with like the Palestinian march, and then the Carolina. Be like, wow, these people are really passionate. Everyone's really the passionate. Why there's so many young people who don't know what they're talking <laughs> well, yeah. about? Yeah. Uh, let's, talk which, about football, let's talk about football and uh, let's get international. Yeah, the NFL is coming to Germany where uh, last week we were treated. Um, well, I mean, treatment, it's more like a, it felt more like an STD checkup than treatment. No, that was like a warm, like a gentle hug. The, the, the fans, the fans Very were fantastic. The fans were fantastic. Yeah. The game itself was a bunch of puntery. You could tell no one, you know, they're like, oh, it's a hybrid grass and synthetic. You could see the players looking at going, yeah, I'm not going down on this. Um, <laughs> we've got the Indianapolis Colts are four and five. The New England Patriots are two and seven. And oh, what a treat for you, Frankfurt. Colts are favored by one and a half. Minshew mania. Get out your mustaches for Movember. Um, Billy, Billy B, not looking good at two and seven. Over under in this one is 43 and a half. But yeah, I, I can't imagine if those, if the Chiefs and Dolphins can only get 35. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine 43 and a half being touched in this one. Uh, New England, technically the home team in this one. 2.30 p.m. UK time. Uh, thoughts on this stink ball Ooh, that we're given to Germany. Wow. It's it, it's interesting because you're actually going to see how much fight, I guess, Bill Belichick has left him. Because it kind of feels like, again, this season's already gone off the rails. Um, is Belichick the type of guy who's going to... Because there's all this talk now. Is there talk that maybe if like, if he blows this and loses to Minshew, 
in Germany, like an international game, like do they at the end of the year just announce something? It just feels like this is Leave the there. end of the Belichick. Yeah, but again, you're never going to fire Bill Belichick mid-season, right? Because there's always usually the the London game is always the chopping game. There's been so many chops at the London game of coaches that just say leave him here uh, with their free health care, just leave him in in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I got to say, I'm going to go with Patriots in this one. I think they're going to have Ooh. a bit more, uh, they're going to be more pride, I guess, in them. Belichick's not going to want to lose on the international game. I, I just have a feeling he's in that. I, I, he's not the type of guy that's going to tank for a good draft pick, but I, I know all the, cause he's going to be the guy that gets into like five wins and just gets him no quarterback. It's going to be great. Um, I, again, Minch has been bad the last couple games. He, he's only, and again, the running game's good, but I, I think New England has a good enough defense. This, um, I don't think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be low scoring. Mac Jones can't really do anything. They got no offense. It's just they got to use that running game. That's got to go back to the '80s and the '70s football. I go. It's a seventeen fifteen for the Patriots. Yeah, you're talking '70s, '80s football, big bush football. Um, but yeah. I mean, you're talking about the dirty. I don't know if you saw the clip of Bill Belichick uh, getting caught uh, leaving somebody's house uh, doing the walk of shame. Uh, there's some video oh, from, a ring, from a ring doorbell. I'll send it to you. Um, <laughs> oh man, this one's gonna be dirty, uh, like Christina Aguilera, dirty. Um, yeah, I've got an 18 to 16. You know, one of those sort of uh, redneck wedding kind of things. Um, I just, you know, look, the German game, you can't see everyone showing up for this one. Both teams are just limp discus yeah, anyway. This, so this yeah, one you, I don't even really think I'm gonna watch. The only thing I could see is just it's just gonna be two running backs. It's Stevenson uh versus Jonathan Taylor in this one, pretty much in Moss. It's I think it's all it's gonna be punts and running. Um, but you know, I'll be up at 2 30 anyway. Uh barbecuing. Yeah, it'll uh, be on else? in the background. It'll be on in the background. It'll be on in the background. Let's go to a game in the forefront. We're talking the AFC North. Cleveland and their D, five and three. That just rhymed up. But Deshaun Watson is rubbing himself out of competition, continues to get hurt. Who's not, though, is Lamar Jackson. And the Baltimore Ravens, who now look like the number one team in the league. What, what? At 7-2, and two, Lamar and company, and that defense is getting together. Obviously, there's a few other pieces they could have to make them great. Baltimore's looking good. They're six-point favorites in this one. Over-unders, 37.5, which is a bit surprising in that one. Uh, but Baltimore at home, Cleveland. Oh, man. It's uh, they're they're resting on the back of this D. If only had some O help in this one. How do you like this one? Ooh, this battle, actually, like, divisional battle. Six feels like a lot. Like I know these games are always close, and I think they could just coin flips. I think Deshaun Watson's playing, you know, a bit better considering he was playing terribly. I think um, he's he's getting a bit better, but the Baltimore defense is is no joke. They've been mm-hmm. dominant, and I think even though Lamar's numbers like there's all talk of MVP, and he's not having like the best statistical, but he's just efficient. Like uh, Lamar's like leading the league in like completion percentage. He's not he's not getting you like in the fantasy points where he's putting up like thirty points a game like the old days, but he's just not turning it over. He's he's being smart, and they got the they got classic. Gus Edwards running game that for every year they seem to always have it working for a few weeks because Gus has had like five touchdowns in the mm-hmm. last two weeks. It's been an absolute tear, but that defense is what's smothering. And I think they can they can keep this kind of game a low scoring game. I think both of these defenses, they know each other. They hate each other. This is absolutely the team. Like they stole 
Cleveland's team. So this is yeah. literally the most, probably say the most hated rivalry in football because it's literally one team that took the other team's team um, and then won a Super Bowl. So I, I'm going to go with a little Cleveland upset here. I think Ooh. there's been all the talk of Baltimore. And I think as good as Baltimore is, I think these games are just complete coin flips. And and I think Baltimore has kind of been the hot team. And what we've seen in the last couple of weeks is the hot team eventually gets hit in the mouth and gets stopped. And mm-hmm. we've seen it with almost every team in the league uh, this year. So I'm going to go Cleveland a little upset, a little, little 24-23 Cleveland close game. Cleveland wins. I, you know, you've got a lot more faith in them than I do in terms of scoring. In terms of the running game, I just can't see it. I mean, you think back to week four when they played, and it was 28-3. to I mean, the Ravens just slapped them. Now, obviously, I can't, you know, that was in Baltimore. Uh, you know, it seems weird they got to play twice in Baltimore, but here we go. Um, I I can't imagine Baltimore doing the same again because Cleveland's going to learn from yeah. it. Their defense, they've got people back. I just really struggle to see them score. I can't see them. I, mean, I think six is a lot of points, too, because, you know, Baltimore has got to look ahead. They're going to play Cincinnati on, on Thursday night yeah. next week. So six, gonna be, six just feels like too six much. feels a lot. But I still think Baltimore is better because I just don't see Cleveland scoring. I've got it 20 to 18 uh, for Baltimore. Low score. Uh, I think Baltimore, you know, they, they're going to get it going, but they know they got to play the, uh, the Bengals on Thursday. So, you know, you, you've got two divisional games. Beat up on these guys. Rest on it a bit and use your defense to try to slow them down because – I can't see Cleveland having the ability to answer back on scores. We talk about uh, the, the the Bengals, and they're at home, and they're back. Uh, Joe Burrow looks like he's healthy again. Uh, they're moving it, but let's not forget about these Houston Texans who put up almost 500 yards last week. CJ Stroud is looking very good. Uh, Houston is, you know, spreading the ball around. Tank Dell, you know, you've got uh, just a whole whole group of guys there. They're four and four. But they're coming into Cincinnati. Cincinnati seven-point favorites. They're five and three. Over, under. And this one is 48 points. And as I mentioned, the Bengals have to play Baltimore on TNF. So what's their motivation, seven-point favorites? Wow. Listen, I, this is a game's going to be fine. T. Higgins is out, I think, um, for this game. What I've read. And then Jamar Chase is barely, like, can barely walk mm-hmm. from that back injury last week. So Cincinnati is massively depleted. I'm there, literally two best offensive weapons. Weapons, you know, and then Houston, that the Stroud boys coming in, like they just look great. Like he was unbelievable. I was playing with fantasy last week and just yeah. watching him with like that last drive with like no time. It was like Mahomes esque, like oh, what yeah. he did against the Bills, what he did against the Bills in 13 seconds, except he got his touchdown instead of yeah. field goal. So give him all the credit in the world. They're fun to watch. And um, I think this could be a real good game. I think. Houston could definitely keep it close. I think they will because I think losing Higgins and just seeing what Joe Burrow is when he has like two top weapons working like he did against Buffalo and how dangerous he is. And now it's going to be a bit harder for him to move it. And I think you're going against a, an opportunistic defense that's going to blitz him. But I just I have faith that Lou Anarumo can can uh, can put a little stop to Stroud. I think he's been that guy who's who's messed up a lot of the quarterbacks in this league. So he's probably licking his chops a bit at the rookie. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with the Cincinnati win, but I think it's going to be very close. I don't I don't think because Cincinnati can get yards put on him, and that's what mm-hmm. Houston does. They can move the ball. So I'm going to go use uh, twenty. Four, I don't know, 27 to 25 for the Ooh, close one. Bengals for the Bengals. I, I just, you know, the Bengals to me are just th- that stronger commodity. And I, and I know what you're saying about, you know, the injuries to the wide receiver core, but they can still move the ball around. And Joe Mixon, I mean, 
Houston is not very good against the run, you know. Um, so I can see Mixon really having a big day against them here as well. At the end of the day, it's, you know, Houston uh, a bit inflated, you know, for, for what they're feeling. They're good, but they're not that good. And I still like Cincinnati with seven points, even though they are playing Baltimore on Thursday. I still like them to get it done at home. I got them winning it by eight points, 31 to 23. Next game, another good game. We're in the field of all the, you know, all the crap games we have. It's the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're five and three, three point favorites. And they're visiting a Jacksonville team who's six and two. Um, you know, you, you, you now got Trent Williams is questionable, but Debo Samuels is back. And not to mention the other big piece of the defense. Uh, we'll be interested to see because, you know, Jacksonville has a very weak offensive line. And now the moves that San Francisco has made to make one of the deadliest front uh, defenses. It's going to be interesting to see how Jacksonville is able to adjust with three crazy pass rushers. Um, yeah, and, points yeah. is the over under. And you got again. You had San Francisco the week off. Just a big game for Purdy too. He's been mm-hmm. bad the last couple of games, so he needs that kind of bounce back game. Because if he comes off this off a bye and has a bad game, like it could spell the end of him. This mm-hmm. experience, this uh, Purdy experience we've been having. But you know, getting Debo back is going to be huge for them. They said the defense, they got the coordinators coming out of the booth to put them on the field. They're like, none of this booth coaching. Yeah. I wish they would do that with the Bills and their coach. Get them out of the booth. You shouldn't yeah. be in the booth. Get on the be, field. Be on the yeah. sidelines. You can talk to your teammates. No working from like home. Come to the office. In your ivory tower. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're doing. They're working from home. Yeah, it is. In their pajamas up there, probably. That's why they don't come Listen down. Listen to Tay-Tay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what game were you talking about. 49ers Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I hit you with Taylor and I lost um, you. Yeah. yeah Debo's back. Yeah. Uh, Trent Williams. Debo, uh, will, I, I still like Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's playing really good. I think they got this sneaky defense that, that's been able to really stop a lot of teams, especially their secondary. They're getting, getting a lot of like pick sixes and turnovers. Josh Allen looks great. He's got like nine sacks in nine mm-hmm. games. And Trevor Lawrence just looks like the, the best version of Trevor Lawrence that we've seen. He's got weapons. They got ETN. He looks awesome. He looks very like an old, like a young Alvin Kamara out there. Mm-hmm. He's just getting you so many t- touchdowns and touches and catches. So I, I'm going to go with the Jags just to pull this off. I think they just the kind of hot team right now in San Francisco is a team that kind of needs to get their identity back. So uh, I say close game, but 27, 24 uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I can't see the 49ers losing again on this one, particularly with the changes they made to the defense and the fact that Jacksonville's offensive line is just atrocious. Uh, this could be a really bad day for Trevor Lawrence. Jar Jar Banks could be um, <laughs> not doing well. I, I'm not going to try to do the voice because it just comes out as horrible, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, you're right. They can move the ball, but if there's nowhere to move it to, um, they are going to have to rely on their defense. I think that is going to give uh, Brock Purdy some troubles. But San Fran, you know, you, you can't just keep losing games like this. And, and I think they're going to adjust, make it difficult, and cover on this one. I got 49ers to win this one 28-20. to 20, Easily beating them. Ooh, easy. We go from miracles to uh, two teams that uh, don't like each other in the playoffs. New Orleans 5-4. and four. Derek Carr has been putting up yards. Uh, two and a half point favorites over Minnesota, and they got they Joshua dobbed all over the field last week. Uh, but now everyone knows a bit more about him. Minnesota's at home, it's not in prime time, doesn't matter. Kurt will be watching somewhere. They're five and four as well. 41 points is he over under. Justin Jefferson has basically said, I'm not coming back till I'm healthy. 
Um, hey, they're four and zero oh without Jackson and Jefferson yeah. so far. They were one and four, and I think they've won like three, three, three straight yeah. or four straight, maybe. So, so New um, Orleans is favored I, by two and a half. Forty-one points is the over/under in this. Look at the Josh Dobbs respect that they yeah. were getting. Only two and a half, right? Because we go from Dabin to Dobbins. The yeah. fact that the fact that he won that game last week was just hilarious. Like, I think if you lose to someone like that, you should, you, like, that's why Arthur Smith, it's, that's, that was the death blow. You can't lose that game. Where like, he runs backward and it covered like 96 yards running backwards all the way. Yeah. And it's like what it's exactly like when uh, last year, when Josh Daniels lost to Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. who had never coached before. And it's like you yeah. got out coached by a guy who's never coached before. You should be fired right then and there. Yeah. Like that just showed who you were. It took him a year. Like it's probably going to do with Atlanta. It's good a year later, or hopefully not a year later with Atlanta. But anyway, let's go back to Minnesota. I like I like Minnesota. No, I'm not going to pick. Them. No, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick <laughs> New Orleans. I don't want to get yeah. too excited with the Josh Dobbs. They're fun to watch. Yeah. I think with another week, but again, limited limited weapons. It doesn't have Jefferson back. I think last week. You know, he was playing a weird Atlanta team this year that just finds ways to lose. So I think it's going to be a lot tougher uh, for them this week, against, especially against a stronger defense that's going to be able to confuse them. And New Orleans at least has weapons. They got Michael Thomas, who just got in some, uh, some trouble with the law. They're throwing a brick at someone's car. But he got arrested. Uh, wait, I was waiting for arrested. him to do it. Yeah. So, uh, but I think he'll be playing. But he hasn't been really the old Michael Thomas. So they they got the command. They got a lot of it. They're going to do what they do, just move the ball and then kick field goal. So mm-hmm. I think it's not going to be a very high scoring game. But I I think New Orleans takes care of it. It's going to start running away with this division soon. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so I'm going to go with it. Uh, Twenty one to sixteen. I'm pretty much with you on this one. It's only going on the back of the New Orleans defense, which has really kept them in games. You know, um, the defense is a top 10 defense and they put a lot of pressure. They stopped the run. So it's going to be, I think, difficult for Minnesota to get things going. Carr has been lighting it up. Um, obviously, he makes some miscues, but I, like you, I, I think they are starting to get together. There's not a lot of competition there. They seem to have an easy run of schedule. This should be an easy win if they can just let their their defense do the work. Let Card not make stupid mistakes and keep the running game going. I've got it 21 to 17, just like you have four points. We head off to Pittsburgh, where it's Pittsburgh is five and three. Are they the worst best record in five and three? Yeah. They're they hosting are, the Green. They're hosting the Green Bay Packers, who are also horrible. Green Bay is three and five. Uh Pittsburgh is favored by three points. The over-under is 38. People know it's going to be a low scoring. Interesting fun fact. Green Bay has not won. Uh, in Pittsburgh for 53 years. Yes, I did. I did hear. Bart Starr the quarterback. Bart Starr. They like haven't that. won since 1970. Um, do you think that they'll win? Though they break the 53-year curse, I'm not. Th- I'm not saying they will. Uh, not this one. No, I don't. I don't know. Mike I just, Tomlin again. is. Uh, he's not going to want to lose. You know, he's especially at home to a to a team yeah. that's quite inept. Although the Packers' defense has started to step up. And they're running. They finally got the running game going. Well, they got they got they got Aaron Jones back, which definitely made a difference. The problem is that they're coming off that win against the Rams, which were with Brett Griffin, and were a bit of a falling apart. So it's like okay, but the other games, and they still it wasn't like this absolute dominant performance. They were good, and they Mm -hmm. kept them only three points. But I think going on the road. I think Jordan Love just doesn't have the weapons on the outside. You can't trust Dobbs. You can't trust Christian Watson. They got. Aaron Jones, but that Pittsburgh defense can stop that. I don't really have much hate that. Can you? 
Sorry, you think it can move it yeah. either. I think this is going to be one of those ugly, ugly scoring, low scoring games. Yeah. I just, neither team has an offense. Neither team can really, but they have strong enough defenses that they can just basically kick, keep them punting to each other. Um, I'm going to go Pittsburgh, just the fact that they're at home. I think that just gives them an advantage. They're going to be, I can't believe they're going to be six and three. It's just yeah. shameful. Whoever they play in the playoffs, they're going to get just, banged. Just, just smashed. So yeah. I'm going to go with that. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh 2017. I just think it's going to be very low scoring. I with you. I've got it 18 to 16 again for Pittsburgh. Um, the only thing that keeps in look, Green Bay is starting to get their defense as I said a little bit back better, and they finally realize it's like, yeah, don't give it to Dylan. He's not doing well. Aaron Jones, just give it to him. Like they did it last week. Yeah, and that's where that's where they scored. It's like that's what you need to do. Jordan Love is is don't only let him throw in the fourth quarter because if he throws in the first three, it's going to someone else. Um, both these teams need a major rethink. Uh, you know, the Pickett and Jordan Love are just not. And you know, Kenny Pickens, you know, you know, Mike Tomlin's putting him in line, but this kid's gonna be gone too. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, he's got to grow up. He's got to, yeah, grow a up. lot of trauma, a lot of millennial garbage. And they're both young teams, so uh, I don't want to be any part of this game. Uh, the last game of the uh, one o'clock slate, uh, six o'clock in the UK. Tampa Bay has been on a losing streak four in a row. They've lost their one-point favorites. What? Against um, <laughs> Will Manes, uh, Billy Jeans. They're three and five. Um, Tampa Bay at home, three and five as well. Over-under is 38. Everyone knows it's going to be a stink fest. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'll get into it. I, I, I'm i a big Tennessee fan in this one. I don't understand how the Bucs are favored yeah. at home after all the beatings they've been taking. And they just lost two of their, their quarterbacks. So, I mean, they got, they've been getting eaten up in the deep ball. Look what Houston did to them last week. Jesus. Yeah, right? And you're going to go. So, I don't know. Uh, Tampa Bay, I've got this one 26 to 20 for me. This is, I got Tennessee. Yeah. I think it's a good fantasy day for Will. Billy Jeans, he's going to have a good one. He, him and, uh, I Hopkins, do like I, the nickname. I do like the nickname Billy Jean for He's him. not my like, son. Um, it's like, um, um, what's his name? Billy, Billy Trees, Robert Woods. Or yes. something. What is it? Uh, Bobby, Bobby Trees. Bobby, Bobby Trees. Trees. Yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah. I agree with you completely. I think Will Levis is at least. I basically Mayfield's just kind of. He's he's doing what Mayfield does again. You got these weapons, and he was the number one overall pick, and you just feel like this guy can't. Like he had a decent game, I guess, against mm-hmm. Stroud. But when you saw Stroud compared to to Baker, yeah. there's no comparison of who was better. One it was apples and Mayfields. <laughs> Yeah, one of them's been in the league six years, and the other's been in six months. So, the fact that um, you got to go with the the least the youngsters got a bit of that swagger going. Mm-hmm. Had two decent, a real one, excellent game, one pretty decent game. So again, it's a lot easier when you have Travis or Derek Henry to hand it off to, and then at least on on the outside you got Hopkins, who's been kind of a renaissance since Will Levis has come back. He's yeah. been playing a lot better. So yeah, I agree with you totally. I think. Tampa Bay is just free falling, and it's like, how many more games do you give Baker before you move on? And see, Baker's going to be the new Fitz, where every yeah. year he's just well because there's, yeah. so there's so Fitz many bad because there's so many bad quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. There's so many bad quarterbacks that there's always going to be a job for someone like Baker. So yeah. he's just going to go on like a tour every year, just kind of. But yeah, I'm going to go with Will Levis to kind of throw throw it around the yard. I'm going to go 28 21. It's just, it just seems to me this is just a, a, an obvious upset here in this one in the Tampa, you know, as I said, with some of the injuries to their defensive line and how they're getting chewed up, like just chewed up by C.J. Stroud. And you look at what Will Levis has done, and as you say, the connections, 
you know, Tennessee does not have the greatest offensive line to protect him. But man, the, the kid, he, he scrambles. So I like him in this one. Uh, 26 to tw- 20, pardon me. I get him easily covering this one. We move in. There's only four games at nine o'clock in the UK, which means the best one will be on Sky and the rest of the garbage will be on Red Zone. Let's start with some of the garbage. We thought Thursday was garbage. Well, take a sniff at Atlanta Falcons, four <laughs> and five. They're hitting into one and eight Arizona. Can you smell Ooh, what's baby. cooking? It's 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 probably something dead. Uh, Atlanta's well, one and a half point least- favorites. James Connors back, but Arizona Kyler is going to be back. Um, I don't but know. But that's what kind of makes it at least interesting. You get to see Kyler, see how he's mm. back, right? You gotta, I, gotta, uh, I gotta get my binoculars out. I can't see him on the field. Yeah, no. Hey. See if he's, Modern Warfare just came out, so he might be a bit, it might be a bit rusty. Could be, yeah. Could um, be. But yeah, he listen. I think it's a tough one. I think because Arthur Smith's fighting for his life out there because I think that the claws are out and everyone's just mm-hmm. seen, and he just makes it worse with all his press conferences. Uh, he did shave the mustache, so you got to give him that. That's got to be yeah, great. Right. Just in, just him before a... November starts, November. Yeah. Starts. He's like, yeah, I guess <laughs> he's, what? Uh... He's yeah, he's the only guy who shaves his mustache during November. It's just like you November. Know, yeah, this. I'm not raising money oh, yeah. for those people. Screw cancer. Yeah, forget it. Oh. Yeah, he's the cancer. That's what yeah. they need to get rid of. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Arizona could be kind of a fun little game. I think Kyler can beat them. I just, I Heineke just doesn't do it for me. It's not going to make me think like, oh, this team. I'm going with the better quarterback. A little bit of the hype and the the crowd will be excited. Like at least if you have a ticket for this game, you're like, thank God I get to watch um, instead of Clayton Tune. Yeah. I get to watch uh, Kyler Murray. So I think Murray has like a nice little game. Like not like a huge game. I think you can move the ball on Atlanta a bit. Uh, but it's more just about it's always hard when you're coming off an ACL because you're not the same, especially yeah. it takes a few games to kind of get to get into it. But I just think it's going to be ugly, low scoring. Uh, but I think Kyler is going to do a few little things that are going to make it a lot more interesting. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go to Arizona to pull off a little upset Ooh. and I'm going to go um, 23 to 20. Yeah, I, as you talk about when you come back from an ACL, MCL, any of those kind of tears. Um you know, you got Connor coming back, which, you know, they they just got rid. They fired all the rest of their running backs. It's like, we got him. It's like, hey, maybe yeah. a little presumptuous. I don't know. Uh, you got Joshua Dobbs looking okay. But, you know, everyone in the first couple of games, you know, when they obviously they get their first win. Um, the defense, I just find that now they've gotten rid of everything. It's like Kyler's back. You know, I don't know. I just feel it's like, yeah. and Atlanta needs to win. You know, you've got, you know, Cordell Patterson basically going on social media going, what the hell's going on, man? Like, give me the ball. Um I think Atlanta, this is the one they finally get Bijan and just run it and just run it up. This yeah, I think you'll have a good game. We've been one. promised that all year. We've promised I it. Don't believe yeah, yeah. I, don't believe and, uh, I bought the mustard. I just haven't had the sandwich, so to speak. Yeah. So I got Atlanta to win this one by seven, 24 to 17. Um, I, I just, Kyler, you know, you, you can expect a lot. He hasn't been hit. And as you say, like, you got to take a while to get, train this knee out. You're not just going to go balls hard. Um, you know, especially against a defense that likes to, to challenge. So I think Atlanta wins this one 24-17. This game is on Sky. Uh, the LA Chargers have gotten their defense back. They're four and four, but uh there's still a, still a lot of shaky going on. Detroit, though, they're six and two. They've uh taken some losses, but um, you know, they're starting to get their motivation together. They're three-point favorites in this one. 48 and a half points is the over-under as we head home to Los Angeles. Well, there'll be more Detroit fans there. <laughs> Um, man, uh, you, a lot of scoring in this one, but you've also this, got some yeah, good defense this, in this one. 
40 this could be a fun runner. game. Yeah. This could be a really fun game, actually. Um, yeah, I think it's big for both teams. I think it's bigger for the Chargers, especially with Brandon Staley, and because the AFC, the, the, the race for that last playoff spot, mm-hmm. especially with like Buffalo struggling, it's just wide open now. So I think the Chargers really need this. I think Detroit... I'm going to go with the Chargers. little Chargers upset here, Ooh. I think. I think, De- I think Detroit's going to... Yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot of high-scoring game, but I think the Chargers kind of just need this kind of more than Detroit. Detroit's in the division that they can pretty much go 500 the rest of the way and they'll wrap it up. Um, it'd be really hard for them, me to see them lose it. But every now and then, you know, you just see one of these games where Herbert puts it together. The fact that it's going to be... Um, is it in L.A.? or is it It's in, in L.A., yes. It's in L.A., so... Which Bring means out your tents. Detroit, which means it's in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm still gonna go with the Chargers. I think this could be a little fun, little shootout. 30, 30, 31, 27. 31. I was reminded uh, on Facebook this this year. There was eight years ago that I was at the Chargers game uh, in San Diego when the Bears beat them. Uh, it was nice. It was a great tailgate. Yeah. Uh, best experience I had with our friend Captain Tom. Nice. Um, but uh, man, I don't know. Detroit's a little bit angry in this one, and. A couple of things. Detroit actually has a pretty good offensive line, uh, which is going to make it hard. You know, Joey Bosa has been having some good. But I, I, I think Detroit's going to make it tough for him. Then comes the running game. Uh, Chargers cannot stop the running game. Jamar Gibbs could have 150 yards in this one. You know, if they can't get it right, if if Goff's able to exploit both Laporta and it, I I just think Detroit's better in this one. Um, the Chargers have had too much, and it comes down to coaching. I got I got to go to Detroit. I think I'm going low score though. I got a 21-16. I think their defenses are going to bugger each other up. So I think it's going to be very tight, low scoring game. One of the biggest spreads probably this year is in Dallas. Uh, and man, they had so many chances to put the Eagles away last week, and they couldn't. Um, this is a game that they lost, and they they probably shouldn't have. New York Giants though. Uh, hey, oh, it's Devito. Daniel Jones hey. is going to be gone. Do yeah, I but... look like a clown? Do I look uh, do, like a clown? Do I look to like? You? Do I amuse you? <laughs> They're two and seven, which is clown like. Uh, Dallas five and three, 16 and a half point over under in this one. Man, it, it, you know, New York has the defense, but when it comes to scoring, and, and now Daniel Jones, I mean, they're going to say goodbye to him. They just didn't look like they can score. And so 16 and no. a half, that 38, that's a weird thing. 38 and a half points yeah. over under with a 16 and a half point spread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never... yeah big beatdown, yeah. but guess what? Someone's going to have uh, the advantage. I have never felt more confident about betting a 16 and a half point spread. Even yeah. though a while back I felt the same way about when the Cardinals played Dallas and the yeah. Cardinals beat them, right? When that was like 16 almost yeah. and you thought like, oh my God. But that was the beginning of the season. This is, man, we saw like they they, they, they couldn't do anything last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Giants. They can't do anything. When Tommy DeVito's record, it's over. Like against that Dallas defense. That luckily a lot of fantasy owners are just like, yes, please yeah. give me this defense. Um, yeah, I, I think you, you, how could you not pick them? Like, there's just no way this, even though it's a rivalry game, I think giants have just kind of surrendered the white flag. Yeah. They don't have the weapons. They don't have the, the receivers to even mm. do anything. And they are just going to be able to shut down Saquon and that's it. That's all you have to worry about game over. Um, and Dak's going to be able to kind of, maybe Pollard will have his first good game in maybe, a while yeah. since week one. I think, I think he played the giants week one, had a good game and that was yeah. his only good game. So I'm going to go at beat down. Uh, I just don't see any way the Giants are competitive. Uh, I'm going to go 30, 36 to 3. 
Yeah, I mean, you, I looked at this and I was like, oh, 16 and a half at first. And you're like, how can they score? Like, how the hell can the Giants no. score? Tony DeVito, I mean, they just, they don't feel like they want to be there. And with the offensive line, it's like, the, you know, they're not going to get embarrassed, like, totally, because they are professional football players and no one wants to get smoked. But they're going to get smoked. Well, they beat them 40 nothing week one. Yeah. I think Dallas beat them 40 nothing week so one. I, so I've got a 26 to six. I think maybe this time, the, the only difference this week is that the Giants defense might step up a bit more. But, you know, Dallas has to look at some of the mistakes they made last week and, and they could have put the Eagles away and they just, they made too many mistakes. So hopefully they don't make them, but I, I still see a Giants defense. I think once they beat them up, uh, they'll just start to coast for a bit in Dallas. 26 to six. Seattle uh, got embarrassed last week uh, when it came down to showdown and throwdown. They didn't have it. Uh, they're five and three, though, and they're hosting the Washington team who's had a fire sale and gotten rid of people. They're four and five. Seattle is six point favorites, 44 and a half point over under. Um, Gino looked old last week and their defense uh, didn't look as good either. But they're facing a Washington team who, you know, Sam Howell can put up the yards, but the defense doesn't put up his pressures as much, especially when you got rid of some of the, the top players. How do you like uh, Seattle's chances at home here uh, with a 44 and a half point yeah. over under? Well, I, I think it's going to be close. I think the way Gino's been playing, you can't pick him to feel like he can dominate or do anything. Like he has been the shell of himself. He was last year, and he's got more weapons. Like Kenneth Walker looks really good. They have the top ten defense, and and which did and because the reason they were so bad last game because Gino kept turning it over every single time he had the ball, or just the defense, which is or the offense couldn't get anything going. And if you have like Metcalf, Lockett, Smith, and Jigba, Kenneth Walker, there's no excuse to not be able to be competitive. So I th- I think they will be competitive. Um, will they win this? I don't know. I don't think so. Who they play? Who the fuck they play? It's Washington, Seattle. Uh, Washington. Yes, because I think Howell. The we've what we see from Howell is that he can move the ball up and down the field. He's been really good the last couple of weeks. The enemy's just got him. He's taking less sacks. He's got the receivers in Dotson and McLaurin. They can move. So actually, I'm going to go with the little Washington upset. Why not? Okay. Uh, I think Seattle's been looking really bad. They've, they're kind of vulnerable. And Geno's kind of lost his confidence. He needs this bounce back game. But Washington, again, they're not out of it. And that there's like, especially in the NFC, that last playoff spot, it could be eight and nine and get it. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It's not going to be. It's, it's going to be a lot of teams fighting for it. So, and Howell's kind of doing enough to make people kind of be like, oh, if you don't get a quarterback, we can maybe try this guy another year because he's putting up decent numbers and yeah. hopefully not getting sacked as much. So I'm going to go with a little, little Washington upset, 26 to 23. You are far more confident in Washington than I am. Uh, after trading away all their players and, um, you know, Ron Rivera is not looking good for him. Sam Howell, probably the only guy left standing. Um, Dotson has been playing a bit better, but I think after Seattle took that beating last week, and it was a beating, uh, they're going to be at home. And they're not going to want to take a beating, and they're going to want to like get the running game going. Kenneth Walker, I think, is going to have a great game, um, but I just can't see Washington keeping up. And I think this is a game, and Jigba uh, has a good game as well. Uh, I've got Seattle beating them like in a good one, thirty to eighteen. Uh, I just I can't see Washington keeping up with them. The defense will be smothering too much. Sam Howell will be having a hell of a day. Speaking of a hell of a day, a hell of a night. Oh, the Sunday night game, folks. Could you have a better treat than the four yeah. and four New York Jets <laughs> visiting the four and five cigar smoking Las Vegas Raiders? This game was a pick 'em. It's vacillated a few ways. Thirty six points. They they know Vegas knows this one. Gonna smell. 
Um, Vegas celebrating after their win last week. Um, hollow victory, I guess. The Jets still eking along. Zach Wilson, not looking great <laughs> last week. Um, it was defense rough. could it not was get rough. them out of it. Uh, how do you think it'll be different this week for them when they head into Vegas um, for the late night kickoff? I did love the cigars, everyone smoking cigars, just showing yeah. how hated Josh McDaniels was. And it was just like, yeah. So you kind of wondered this this new coach, people like to fight. Like, again, the Raiders went to the playoffs when they fired Gruden with Rick Bisacci. Yeah. And then they, so maybe uh, this Pierce guy has kind of got that same. He's he's from Oakland. He just mm-hmm. loves the team. They're going to fight. But a problem is they're going against that Jets D who has made every quarterback, yeah. even all the good quarterbacks, look absolutely average um, with those corners and that pressure they can get on you. I just think Aiden, Aiden O'Connell, as good as he played last week, uh, I just think it's going to be going to be tough. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Zach Wilson at least gets to play a defense he can maybe move the ball on. Um, Brees Hall looked looked still has that burst. Got to get Garrett Wilson involved more. But I, I'm going to go with the Jets to win this. I think just because of the defense. I think that that defense can really is good can make force some turnovers, some short fields to give Zach Wilson some confidence. He probably has like a little bit better game. So I'm going to go with the Jets to to take this. Uh, 25 uh, to 14. Kind of an easy win. I don't think the Raiders win. can. I, yeah, I've yeah. got the Jets to win this as well. I got it 13 to 10. Um, I, <laughs> I, I I don't see any excitement in this game. I mean, like, I think this is the melatonin. If, if you need a, a way to fall asleep, just put the game on. You, you will be out. You will be out. This game is just, yeah, punts and kicks and and um, nothing good. Nothing good. 13 to 10. Uh, as you say, Brees Hall. Probably the only thing they can get going is the running game. I only, I'm only waiting for him them to break him as well. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, we've broken all our toys." All right. Speaking of toys, we're heading into Buffalo. Monday night game. The Buffalo Bills are five and three, and ooh, it's not looking so good for them. Denver's three and five. Buffalo is five and or seven and a half point favorites. Seven and a half point favorites on this one at home. Buffalo has had some scoring issues and also some defensive issues. Buffalo's defense is ranked thirtieth. In the league, well, they're absolutely decimated. They lost like Terrell Bernard's probably going to be out, so that's yeah. both linebackers. One of their corners could be out, so that's like Bears defense is better than the Bills defense. Yeah, they're, they're right now. They, they're just, they're just, they have no. They've lost all their best players, so that does absolutely do an effect. Um, I just don't see it's like seven and a half. I don't see seven how and a half and over under any, anyone yeah. by seven and a half. They've been. Yeah. I think you have Denver coming off a bye. Russ has at least been hasn't been Russ of last year. Mm-hmm. They're still not that efficient, uh, but this is a game that jo- Josh Allen and the Bills have to get it together because they're failing. Like they could have won that game in Cincinnati, yeah. like even with all the mistakes. They they have these lulls where they go six, seven drives of nothing of punting, and then then the last five minutes they turn it on when it's too late, and it's just like that's just not good enough. No, especially when the defense, that terrible defense, held Joe Burrow to twenty four points. Like you got to do better than that. So I I think Buffalo wins this, but I I'm not confident. I could easily see them losing it. I just think this could be one of those games that like, you know, Sean McDermott. I think a lot of people are just like if they don't make the playoffs, if they have a bad year, he's, he's going to be one of those. He's got one more year left to do this thing, or you move on. Like you know, like when you when the Bulls like like when the Raptors fired Dwayne Casey, who won Coach of the Year, yeah. and then went to Nick Nurse, and then won the championship. You know, the Bulls did that. A lot of teams sometimes you coach 
just like you got us this far, but someone's got to take us further because you can't waste Josh Allen. Um, I think they'll be better, but I think it's still going to be tough. I'd say 24-20 Bills win. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, I'm going to hate it because it's a 6 a.m. game for me again. Uh, well, I'll let you know earlier what happens. I hate you that. I'll, I'll, yeah. send you, I'll send you a message. I'll send it to your, to your son so he can he can wake you up. Daddy, we lost. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just seven and a half points is a bit ridiculous considering the way that this Denver defense is playing, and also how kind of poor Buffalo is against the run. I think Javon yeah, Williams exactly. could really have a big day. And how are they you know, if Denver focuses on getting the run, that gets uh, Russ a little time to cook, throw the balls out. I mean, you know, exploit all the weaknesses Buffalo has, and you know Buffalo can shoot it out. But if if he's got to play hero ball the whole time, man, it's it's gonna be tough for him. Uh, I like Denver's defense to keep it in. I, I think Buffalo's crowd will win it for them. I have it 25 to 20, a five point victory. Um, but it could be one of those, like, uh, they fall behind. Yeah. They got to catch themselves up because, you know, Denver, if they play smart, methodic football, Buffalo's going to struggle with that. And, and then, you know, it's, we'll see how this goes. But you know, when you see the tiering of the teams, Buffalo is not in that top tier, uh, when they started the year. So no, they're not. That is it, folks, for our Week 10 picks. Uh, we will be back next week with a review of those picks. And uh, make sure you enjoy the Germany game tomorrow. I'm not saying why you should have to enjoy it. Maybe <laughs> you won't. But hopefully you do, folks. Thanks for listening.